Be sure to check out our website, planetfearpodcast.com, for links to our social media, contact information, and our latest episodes. You can also find us on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to follow us, give us that five-star rating, or hit the like button to let us know you enjoy the show. Hey, Matt. Hey, Lauren. Are you in the Elvis died camp or the Elvis is still alive somewhere camp? If Elvis did not die in 1977, as claimed, then he would be 86 years old right now. So if he made it that far without being (laughs) caught by anyone, I mean, here's the thing about conspiracies, kids. And I'm throwing the Elvis didn't die thing in there as a conspiracy. His entire family would have to be in on it. Or he would have had to have just abandoned his entire family and not have any contact with them. I have some family members I wouldn't mind abandoning. (laughs) (laughs) The world is a fearful place. We are surrounded by people and things that would do us harm. Some walk among us every day, while others lurk in the shadows, a threat unknown. Join us as we discuss all of the things that frighten us most, from the paranormal and unknown, to the true and horrific crimes committed by our very own kind. With Matt Knapp and Lauren Smith on Planet Fear. I am aware of a huge subculture of people mm-hmm. who believe Elvis did not die, and I guess they still think he's alive. I guess they're just going to think he's alive forever. Have you ever seen Bubba Hotep? Yes. <laughs> For anyone listening, if you haven't seen it, see it. Have you ever seen Home Alone? doesn't have anything to do with Bubba Hotep. Or In Elvis one of the Presley. Home Alone movies... There's an extra in the movie where they're at the airport standing in line and everybody said, oh, that's Elvis. They thought it was Elvis as an extra in the Home Alone movie. In the 1993 movie series. Yes. I don't know if it was 93. I just made that up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's not. It's been confirmed that, no, that's not Elvis. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of how all the Elvis believers. Well, in Bubba Hotep... Elvis switches places with a person who is a Elvis imitator and goes and lives his life as that and lets the imitator be Elvis. That's why I brought up that movie. Anyways. One of my best friend's dad was an Elvis impersonator. You're so versatile. You have a story for everything. He was. He he even had his own show in Branson. I do. Why aren't you an Elvis impersonator? Because I don't look nor sound like Elvis. (laughs) Can but you it do was the lip funny. Thing? No. Okay, I can, but I'm not going to. <laughs> so, like, the, it was just funny because to me, he was, you know, my friend's dad. And actually, it's kind of a weird connection because my mom had a best friend that was in his band before I ever met my best friend that was his son. Mm hmm. So my mom knew him before I did, and I knew of him before I met his son and became best friends with his son, and then found out, oh my God, your dad's Elvis. But it was just weird because you would go over to his house sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) 
and he would be like getting ready for a show or whatever right so you walk in and like elvis is standing there like <laughs> full sequin jumpsuit the glasses the hair everything that would trip me out but i <laughs> i became traumatized uh by this actually because for some reason <laughs> even though i had been over there and seen the man thousands of times you know throughout the years and everything for some reason i never realized that the hair was a wig oh and he was actually completely bald oh and i only saw him without his hair one time oh man and it was i was going over to their house i walked in because it was like that i could just walk in Mm -hmm. and he's standing at the sink kind of like bent over doing something mm-hmm. and he says you know hey you know so-and-so's in his room or whatever i'm like oh, okay how are you and he stands up and he turns around and it's a bald man and i don't recognize him at all and i'm like oh my god who is that like what's going on like i you know like my mind is trying to process yeah who is this man that speaks just like my friend's dad (laughs) and he's like washing his wig in the kitchen sink at the time so he's like holding it in his hands and it was just like talking about a shock yeah like you got your hair in your hands what happened (laughs) so yeah dead cat so the reason i asked about elvis is that either you're in the camp that yes he's dead or you're in the camp that no he's alive and on a beach somewhere in bermuda but According to reports, Elvis's ghost is actually one of the most frequently seen celebrity ghosts in the world. I mean, it makes sense. He is seen, every, and he's particularly well-traveled. Um, so Priscilla Presley says that she speaks to him on a regular basis. Why not? Why not? Um, he's been sighted all over Graceland, of course, peering out the window, hanging out in the kitchen, um, and the actress Paz de la Huerta in the basement recording studio. Excellent pronunciation. Thank you. I don't know if it was right or not. <laughs> me neither. She said, I felt his spirit go through me, and it gives me pleasure. Um, that was a direct quote. She wasn't the first woman to say that <laughs> about Elvis. So here's the thing, though. I wasn't done. <laughs> but I was just, you, you Where mentioned. Where do I go from that? <laughs> you, you just mentioned the Graceland thing. So, like. Yeah. I know about this belief culture (laughs) because I met one of them. That believes Elvis is a ghost? No, that believed Elvis never died. Oh, right. So all these ghost sightings at Graceland that occur, Mm -hmm. they think it's just people seeing Elvis walking around and getting busted. Like, why would, if he was trying not to be busted, why would he be there? So that doesn't even make sense. It's It's a museum. Why would he be there? Like... He, it, they think he's like living in like a secret bedroom or something like he lives in the attic of graceland <laughs> yeah he gave up fame and fortune for that to live in an attic so also presley has been felt in room 1016 in the knickerbocker hotel at a wayne newton concert at the las vegas hilton he went to a wayne newton show apparently so as a ghost or as i didn't die elvis <laughs> as a ghost okay so anything I'm talking so about even... is, is is ghost Elvis. It's so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> he has been spotted at the old RCA recording studios in Memphis, 
and cruising the Vegas Strip in a Phantom convertible, no doubt listening to Heartbreak Hotel. Uh, okay, come on. Just relaying I mean, the, the facts here, bud. Do you find it kind of interesting that a lot of these ghost sightings are taking place in Las Vegas? Where All there's like though. thousands of Elvis impersonators? No, but this one's like the car was a, a, a Pink phantom Cadillac. as well. Yeah, so this wasn't just even just him. It was his car, too. It was a phantom. I mean, if maybe he can do that because he's the king. He's the king. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. I promise. If you start wiggling your hips, dude, I'm out of here. We also have the lovely Marilyn Monroe. Now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to see a ghost. Right? So, you know, the fabulous 32-year-old, she uh, tragically overdosed in her Brentwood home on she August 5th, murdered. 1962. Her spirit has been hounded as much in death as she was in life. Um, she's number one, like the holy grail of ghosts. Really? Uh, so she has been spotted everywhere in the home where she died, sitting wistfully on a bench at the Hippodrome on the Sa- Santa Monica Pier. And in the full-length mirror once in suite 246 at the Roosevelt Hotel, where she has also been seen dancing. Uh, She's been seen in almost every ladies' room in town, from the Knickerbocker to the El Capitan to the Hollywood Roosevelt. In the ladies' room. Like powdering her nose. I would hope. I don't know a whole lot about Marilyn. Mm -hmm. But she's... Just like you don't know a whole lot about Taylor Swift. Cardigans. But I'm saying, like, I could completely understand that if a celebrity, if they've passed and their spirit is going to be connected to the town of Hollywood, mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe makes sense. Right. I mean, As well as others, but... Yeah, but, like, for sure, Marilyn. I, I can, like, totally buy that. And her death was tragic, so it would make yeah. sense that she would be still haunting places. Um, I mean, after all, she was murdered and then had it covered up. Um, her marble crypt in Westwood Village Memorial Park. Um, I didn't know this because I've never been there, but um, people often kiss the spot where she's buried with bright red lips, you know, her signature thing. But people have seen a heavy pink covered mist there that they believe is her spirit. Another famous celebrity ghost is Rudolph Valentino. He was Hollywood's original sex symbol who died of pleurisy at 31 years of age in 1926. But his ghost is still said to set hearts aflutter all over town. Your face right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> So his spirit has allegedly been sighted at his Falcon Lair mansion in Beverly Hills. Whoa, 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 whoa. Falcon Lair? Dude, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I would totally buy a mansion. Where and- do you live? Falcon Lair, Dragon Cave. And like, so atop the lamppost on a whitewashed Spanish style wall, the words Falcon Lair are etched in black in a script straight off the title card of a fantastical silent film. Yeah. It does the name just <laughs> say it all for you. And they get very descriptive in that article, let me tell you. Anyway, so he has been cited there, which is also possibly haunted by its later resident, the tragic Harris Doris Duke. Uh, socialite Millicent Rogers even claimed that she was chased out of Falcon Lair one evening by Valentino's ghost. Chased out? Chased. And also possibly haunted 
by a former groundskeeper named Steve. One of these things wasn't true. You guess which one. But for the character actor Harry Carey, what seemed like a continual haunting turned out to have purely earthly origins. According to Carey, soon after he and his young family rented Falcon Lair in the 19, in 1930, they were tortured by blinking lights and loud noises, and they thought it was Valentino's unsettled spirit. Turns out that a caretaker was obsessed with Valentino legends and had rigged the home's electrical Shut wires up. to set off blue and green lights, thus further the myth of the ghost of the great lover. I was literally about to crack a Scooby Doo joke. <laughs> it really is it was old the man withers, you know. Like, and I would have gotten away to it with it too if it wasn't for that Harry Carey. <laughs> so as soon as they got rid of that haunting, another one popped up. Valentino's spirit was spotted at the Knickerbocker Hotel. I feel like the Knickerbocker is like the new Cecil Hotel. Yeah, like it seems like there's just a lot of ghosts yeah. there, or that I that they say there is drumming up probably business. a lot of celebrities hung out there yeah um, one would think his beach house in hollywood beach the 1920s downtown hotspot hotel alexandria the bathrooms at musso and frank grill what is it with the bathrooms with the bathrooms if i die and come back to this realm as a ghost i i really hope that i don't hang out in the bathroom do celebrities spend a lot of times in, in like public bathrooms during the 80s i think they did yeah I mean, at certain clubs. Yes. He's seen at other uh, apartments. He's seen at Paramount Studios, um, a cemetery. I mean, like... Everywhere. It's crazy. He's been seen everywhere. Disneyland. And then another discontented spirit is Valentino's beloved dog, Kabar, whose spirit is said to still howl for his lost owner at both Falcon Lair and the Los Angeles Pet Cemetery in Calabasas. I didn't know they had a pet cemetery. Oh, yeah. Like a, a real pet cemetery. Not like a Stephen King creepy one where you go and bring dead things back. Sometimes dead is better. Why but don't like, we have a pet cemetery? Oh, we do. I mean, like, yeah, I have one in my backyard. But I mean, like, <laughs> why why doesn't Tulsa have a, a pet cemetery? Why? I have questions. We might have one. I feel gypped. I'm going to Google it. My question is, do we need to do an episode on haunted bathrooms? <laughs> I think that people just hold on a little too tightly to celebrities in general. They just really are more upset than usual that a celebrity has passed. Um, and and they are, they're very protective over that connection. And I think that's why we, we see, a, we hear of a lot of reports of celebrities. I would agree. Ghosts, celebrity ghosts. In general, people are obsessed with celebrities. Mm-hmm. and want to feel a connection to them. I just find it interesting that whenever people do see uh, these ghosts of past celebrities, it's people like Elvis and Marilyn mm-hmm. and not like the local news anchor from 1960. Or like Kurt Cobain. or Yeah, I think somebody has seen Kurt somebody Cobain. Did, well, a girl said that um, she was being haunted by Cobain. He, he was trying to reach her through her computer. that's called a catfish (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like why would kurt cobain reach out to some rando on the internet (laughs) a 24 year old bartender said that he haunted her through her computer i i think we all know who would be haunted 
by Kurt Cobain if he was, in fact, haunting someone. Not saying it was covered up and it was a murder. Just saying. It was covered up and it was a murder. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, For sure. You know. uh, John Lennon. Uh, many people have claimed to have seen John Lennon's ghost. In fact, Paul McCartney says that he still writes music with him. Hmm. John, give me another hit. I meant a music hit, John. Amy Winehouse. Her former boyfriend, Pete Doherty, moved out of his home after reportedly seeing her ghost so many times. Wow. That's a lot. And Liberace. The ghost of Liberace? <laughs> your face. <laughs> you, you just shook your head like a dog. Like I'm Liberace's confused. ghost? Yeah. Some say that Where it's... Where do you see that one? Take one guess. One guess. Um, some claim that his restless ghost still haunts the uh, some of the spots of Las Vegas. So does he have like, is he adorned with ghost jewelry? Like lots of big, huge, gaudy, like ghost diamond rings? Um, like a purple velvet ghost suit? Uh, Lucille Ball. Her ghost reportedly has haunted her old home in Beverly Hills. So if you're an A-list celebrity, you're pretty much guaranteed to come back as a ghost. I think, I don't know. I don't know. Heath Ledger. Oh, come on. Heath Ledger? Famed medium James Van Prague. I don't know how to say his last name. Said that the ghost of Heath Ledger has appeared before him, as well as before Michelle Williams. Hmm. And the ghost of Paul Walker may have been spotted near the fiery wreckage of his tragic car crash. It was probably what? his brother, honestly. They looked the same. Like, spotted near the wreckage? Like, it just happened and he's, like, already... Like... A ghost right next to it? I don't know. Brittany Murphy. They say that her ghost uh, has been spotted and her home is a stop on the Hollywood Haunted Tours. Wow. And she did die a tragic death. It's funny how many of these, like, Jean Harlow says that it haunt, she haunts her old house. Um, like, all, all of the really old, like, it's just all of them haunt their own house. And I'm like, hmm, I mean, maybe. Well, they do have that law in L.A. or whatever in real estate where if they someone have to died. It. Yeah. So I think oh. a lo- there just might possibly be a lot of preconceived notions mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Michael Jackson, um, a TV crew has claimed to have seen his figure at Neverland Ranch. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. Whitney Houston's daughter told Oprah that her mother haunted her at the Atlanta mansion. So once again, if you want to be a ghost, just become famous. Uh, Apparently. That's all you got to do. But yeah, there's there's just so many. Like this is this is from like super well known to not really well known. There are so many. Lon Chaney uh, was said the man of a thousand faces was said to haunt Stage Twenty Eight at Universal Studios where he filmed Phantom of the Opera, uh, running the catwalks as his phantom cape was tied firmly around his neck. You know what? If I am a ghost, <laughs> that's how I want to come back. Whee! I want to run around with a cape and be like woo. that's that's my goal in life now karen carpenter has been spotted in the recording studios of what is now the jim henson company lot and oscar-winning costume designer edith head has been sewing away in her workshop at paramount studios that's how i don't want to come back as a ghost i'm still working i don't want to come back to my damn day job (laughs) 
I've got to finish this hemline. See, that just takes me back to the San Antonio ghost kids. Like, that's child labor. And we're making yeah. them push our cars over the railroad tracks. There's just tons of these, and it's crazy how many are in Hollywood. Yeah. Is that the only place celebrities are allowed to haunt? Or it's like they're so obsessed with being famous that they just really never want to leave. But I just had a conversation with somebody the other day about whenever it came to hauntings and encounters with spirits. I found it kind of interesting that the majority of them you hear about are people that see a ghost that they have no idea who it is. You know, yeah, it's exactly. a complete unrecognizable stranger, just somebody. Right. Unless you're at Matt's house. Unless you're at Matt's house. I've no. Yes. No. Don't look so constant. I'm just saying. So here mm-hmm. it just goes to show you that no, there's lots of sightings of ghosts that people recognize, apparently. So I know I said that Hollywood, you know. Has, yes. Yeah, obviously there are other famous people in other places like Mark Twain is believed to haunt the stairwell of his one-time village apartment building. And the ghost poet of Dylan Thomas is said to sometimes occupy his usual corner table at the West Village's White Horse Tavern, where he drank a fatal 18 shots of scotch in 1953. Fatal. Fatal. Meaning that's how he died. Scotch. There were I mean, I guess that's one way to do it. I mean, <laughs> we do not condone that on Absolutely Planet Fear. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the bartender. You know, when is enough enough? You know, like, Dylan, come on, man. 15's enough. <laughs> oh, keep them coming. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's, there's just, there's a lot of those, you know. Um, uh, Alexander, or the, the Aaron Burr, who served as vice president under Thomas Jefferson, but is best known for killing Alexander Hamilton, his ghost is said to roam the streets of his old neighborhood, um, also the West Village. And they said he's his activity is focused particularly on one restaurant. One by land, two if by sea. It says that the building was once Burr's carriage house. It's crazy how many of those there are. I mean, there's just so many that, and that's that's in New York. Like, these are, you know, in New York. These are not in Hollywood, and they're famous people, of course. But I wonder if it's this way around the world. With famous people? Or yeah. With, okay. Like, say, a celebrity in Japan. Do they see celebrity ghosts in Japan in bathrooms and stuff? Yeah. Or is it just an American thing? that we get haunted by our celebrities. But I think a lot of situations with the celebrity ghost sightings <laughs> are just like, if they're a celebrity and they die, people say they're a ghost. Like it, se- like it just seems or like... Or if there's something otherworldly going on, they automatically assume it's that person. Right. And not someone else. Presidents. I have a whole list here of president ghosts. Oh, yeah. And I mean, White that, House, highly haunted. Like, how do you know that's not some Secret Service member that died? Why is it, it got to be a president ghost? You know? I, I don't know. I'm just Why? Saying. But pretty much every president that's ever been in office has experienced something. Mm-hmm. Harry S. Truman, he awoke to knocking and uh, he jumped up and pulled on his bathrobe. He opened the door and there was no one there. 
He looked up and down the hall, still no one. And <laughs> he he told the uh, Secret Service, he said, you and Margie had better come back and protect me before some of these ghosts carry me off. The Obamas heard strange noises and stuff whenever they were there in the hallways. They would hear stuff, people walking around when nobody was there. I mean, it's the building's old as shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> a little bit of history has happened there. Well, it's some kind of maybe. I mean, Abraham Lincoln's ghost, you know, which supposedly hunts, especially his old bedroom at the White House, mm-hmm. is like one of the most famous ghosts in the world. So Abraham Lincoln, you know, whenever he lived there, his his son Willie had passed away from typhoid fever or something like that. And the ghost would come see uh, Abraham Lincoln and Mary Todd Lincoln. Um, there were there's also been reports of Thomas Jefferson hearing Thomas Jefferson playing the violin after he passed and Andrew Jackson swearing. So I'm adding that to my legacy is that I want to come back in a cape and I want people to know it's me because they hear swearing. I was just going to say after Monica Lewinsky passes. <laughs> no, 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 Matt. Don't. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. So I have I have informed you that there are a lot of sightings of celebrity ghosts and that we have decided that when people see a specter in Hollywood or the White House or somewhere like that, they automatically assume that it's such and such celebrity because it can't possibly be a peon. Right. Steve, the groundskeeper. But um, so that kind of goes along the lines of when a normal person tells a ghost story, you're like, oh, okay, you saw Aunt Bertha on the mm-hmm. veranda. Okay, cool. But when a celebrity has a ghost story, people sit up and listen. Yeah, you perk right up. I assume it's based on our psychological obsession with celebrities. And so whenever you see celebrities being candid and speaking about things like this, it makes them feel closer in a way because now they're just a normal person like you. Right. And it's kind of that realization, you know, that like, oh... They can experience this stuff, too. That's one reaction. The other reaction is there has been, and they're just looking for attention. That would never happen. <laughs> that would okay. never cross your mind. I'm Nobody sure. would ever right. do anything like that. Uh-huh. Former actresses from Beverly Hills 90210 or anything like that. Or, you know, child actors that aren't famous anymore and no. make up lies about dead people. It's fine. No. So out of all the celebrity ghost stories that I've read or heard or seen talked about on television, my favorite actually comes from Telly Savalas. Who loves you, baby? He was a bald guy, played Kojak. So Telly Savalas is on his way somewhere in upstate New York on a rural stretch of road when his car runs out of gas. And the only thing anywhere close by is a White Castle burger place. They tell him if he cuts through the woods behind the restaurant, on the other side of the woods is a 24-hour gas station. It's like the middle of the night, like 2 a.m. He's kind of reluctant about doing that. He doesn't like the idea of just traipsing off into the darkness. And do they really know what they, they're talking about? Is he going to find a gas station? But 
just as he starts to build up the courage to take that first step off into the tree line, he hears a voice behind him saying, hey, buddy, are you okay? What? And he turns around, and there's a guy in, like, a big white Cadillac with a bald head just sitting there on the road. Savalas had never heard the car pull up. He was certain he wasn't there. There wasn't anybody else in the restaurant besides the workers, you know, whenever he went in there. So he's kind of, like, caught off guard by this guy. And it all just seems kind of off. But he tells, you know, the guy a story. So the guy offers to give him a ride. He said on the way there, it was just basic small talk and everything. But he noticed that the man kept on, like, it seemed like he was pulling around his collar of his shirt around his neck and everything. Like he was looking for something. And he had a really raspy, gravelly voice. And he seemed to, like, wince every now and then in pain at his throat. And uh, Telly thought that he might possibly have throat cancer or something. So they get to the gas station, and it's there, and it's open and everything. Well, he realizes he doesn't have any money, doesn't have any cash. So he explains to the guy, you know, hey, I'm really embarrassed, but I don't have any cash on me. And the guy's like, no problem. Gives him $5 to get some gas for his car and everything. And Telly tells him, you know, write down, you know, your name and your address on a piece of paper. You know, I'll be sure to pay you back. Blah, blah, blah. So before the guy pulls off, he asks Savalas if he knew a player from the Boston Red Sox named Jimmy. And Savalas said no and was kind of taken back by it because it was just a really strange, obscure question to ask. You know, they hadn't been talking about sports or baseball or anything like that. So he didn't really understand. And then the guy said something strange, something about, oh, well, that's too bad. He's a real good friend of mine. And so well, it's just kind of, you know, like, okay, well, thanks for the ride and everything. Went back to his car, took off, headed home, whatever. Well, the next day, he's watching the news, and the baseball player named Jimmy from the Boston Red Sox had passed away. And he was like, oh, my God, that's who the guy was talking about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm going to call this guy, you know, give him my condolences, you know, thank him again for helping me out. It just put the guy back in his mind. Mm Mm-hmm. So he went and he called the number on the piece of paper and a woman answers the phone and he explains, you know, who he is. This is what happened. The woman was just like, I don't know who this is, but this isn't very funny. You know, if if you think this is some kind of joke, you're a sicko and blah, blah, blah. It turns out they got to talking. It was her husband who had passed away four years prior. What? And he actually went ahead and like met up with the woman and she had some piece of paper or whatever that had her husband's signature on it. They compared the signatures, same signature, same handwriting, everything. And the man had committed suicide by shooting himself in the throat. That's crazy. Tele Savalas told that story numerous times. It never changed. The wife you know, the widow or whatever, her and Telly remained in contact and like 
neither one of them could explain it or anything like the car matched the description of her husband's car like everything just matched up perfectly it's crazy because you know it's crazy but we've talked about you know in our phantom hitchhiker story and a couple others how sometimes um you know a, a hitchhiker will get in and and you'll they'll drive them to a location and the hitchhiker will just yeah. disappear but never the other way around yeah. where somebody gets in a car that is not even real and is taken to a location and even inquired about somebody that hadn't passed away but passed away the next day yeah that just Whew. yeah <laughs> another uh interesting celebrity ghost story where the spirit actually helps the celebrity is a uh, vince neil story you may be familiar with who vince neil is yes why why you gotta say it like that? <laughs> i'm just saying you might be a rocker chick I don't know. <laughs> but vince neil uh has always been on board with the paranormal however uh before this ever happened but in 1995 i believe it was uh tragedy struck his young daughter who i believe was four at the time uh, died of cancer it's very sad and vince lost his will to live mm-hmm. and he would spend time uh, drunk and on drugs laying in his daughter's bed holding her blanket um, one night he had passed out in her bed and he woke up to somebody tugging on the blanket and he said that he woke up and he sat up and the door was open and the room was just completely quiet and it just felt completely off and he didn't know what was going on he was scared out of his wits you know and he looks over and his daughter's standing there next to him and she says something like you know hi daddy and takes him by the hand i think and leads him downstairs and they go downstairs and like color some pages out of a coloring book and he spends time with her and everything and then eventually she like goes back upstairs and disappears or whatever now vince describes what she was wearing Mm-hmm. She's wearing like a little white nightgown or whatever with these flowers on it. And she's wearing little mermaid sneakers that she used to have. And he says it's just all vividly real. Like at one point in time, she had colored a coloring page that had a whale on it. And she colored it red. And she like picked up the page and was like laughing, you know, because she had colored it red. And whales aren't red and blah, blah, blah. So the next night, he put away all the pills and didn't drink. Because he was concerned that if he got high and passed out, he would miss an opportunity to see her again. And the second night comes and same thing happens. She shows up again. This time they hang out and talk and everything. And I think did some more arts and crafts projects. He said that he can, he could even remember smelling the glue. They're like, you know, gluing stuff or whatever. And he said, there's just no way that anybody can convince him that this was a dream. And for the next two years, his daughter continued to visit him. And then 
after so much time passes at the end of one of the nights she tells him this is the last time i can't come back and visit you anymore she's like looking sad and everything and he said that he didn't really feel sad but he was like you know well, why not and she said well because i have to go back to school i have to learn things but after i learn the things i'll come back and see you again hmm. and she vanished he said at that point uh as she started to fade away he could just see her face like her body vanished before her face and it was just kind of like her face floating there in the air until it just went dark time passes like a few days or something like that and like he's going through you know he's missing her he wishes he could see her again she hasn't come back or anything so Vince goes to this closet with all of her clothes and her belongings and everything. And he said that there was like a dresser in there and stuff piled on top of it. And right on top of everything was that dress that she had been wearing whenever she had come to visit him. And he took that as proof that it wasn't a dream or anything, that it was really her coming to visit him. Obviously, people are going to hear this. It's a grieving parent. Who does drugs and drinks heavily. Yes. Wishful thinking, all of that. However, that second night, whenever he put the pills and the booze away so he wouldn't miss the opportunity to meet up with her again if she came back, was the last time that he did any drugs or drank during that whole stretch of time. So he believes that his daughter's spirit came back because he wanted to die. And he was trying to do it, you know, without just actually doing it. Mm -hmm. And it was because of her that he got off drugs and alcohol. Wow. So is it a haunting? Did he really see the spirit of his little girl? Who knows? Mm -hmm. However, it is a deceased loved one that helped him kick drugs and alcohol and possibly his own death right dun, dun, dun. i know i don't even know what to say to that like i i would norm- it, it's a pretty i would normally come know, back with like a witty thing but i i whenever I, he tells the story like, like he's told the story on television shows and in interviews like the guy gets all choked up and starts crying st- and stuff you know like mm-hmm. it was like a huge impact on his life and he just i mean he's he's 100 percent. you know that was his daughter visiting him it wasn't just a dream it wasn't you know him being high or anything so i guess that's all that matters you know how what he believes and it worked so something positive came out of a negative i guess i don't even know what to say to those i especially to that one because it's so it's like heartbreaking but full of hope and normally i'd say something funny but (laughs) well like okay so the thing about her final goodbye to him saying that she had to go back to school he believes that she was talking about the belief of the afterlife after you die you gain all of the knowledge right like any questions that anybody ever had are answered right and he feels that that's what she's doing and whenever she's done with that 
he'll see her again, whether it be in his own death or she'll come back and visit him or whatever. I was thinking reincarnation. Like, yeah, who knows? She's got to go back <laughs> to school and get ready for her new life, you know? Maybe so. Wow. So, moving on. <laughs> so, my second favorite celebrity ghost story. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and the reason I like the Matthew McConaughey story has nothing to do with ghosts or anything. It's because it's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> it's because it's Matthew McConaughey, and he moved into a house that he believed was haunted, but whenever he first bought the house and moved in, I guess he didn't have his furniture or anything yet. So there's like, he goes up to the top floor of this new house that he's in and sets up a tent and sleeps in the tent with his dog. Like, And if that's not... Matthew freaking McConaughey. A Matthew freaking McConaughey thing to do. I don't know what is. And he said, well, he was in the tent. Like, he kept on hearing, like, the sound of what he described as, like, a dime dropping over and over again on, like, the glass coffee table that was sitting in the room. What? And he he called her Madam Blau or something. He, like, had a name for this old woman that haunted this house. And he would see her and interact with her. And finally, he just got mad and, like, opened all the doors and was like, you know, you can walk around and do whatever you want, but this is my house. And, <laughs> and I can just picture, like, exactly Matthew yeah. McConaughey doing all this. And he's, like, talking about how, like, one point she it was so bad that he, like, ran out of the house buck naked. <laughs> I was like, well, how else does Matthew McConaughey hang out at his house but buck naked? And how else does he confront a ghost? <laughs> yeah, like, he's only going to put clothes on whenever he leaves the house, and that's only a maybe. <laughs> then there's Carrie Fisher. Oh, Carrie Fisher. Princess Leia. One of her friends overdosed in her house. Surprise, surprise. And she swears that the spirit of her former friend would come and visit her and turn lights on and off and things of that nature. But what I thought was funny, so whenever I was a kid, my cousin received a gift from his father, my uncle, and it was a little plastic box with buttons on it. Each button that you pressed had a different fa phrase that it would say. Uh -huh. It was just a gag gift, you yeah. know, like a keychain type thing. Yeah. But we thought it was funny as kids because the phrases were like, you're an asshole. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> it got worse, but we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so according to Carrie Fisher, she also had so said keychain. Bro. That she kept, it was like put up in a box or whatever in her closet. And that the spirit would make this keychain go off. <laughs> in her closet and say these you know crude phrases over and over whenever she was in her bedroom that's how i feel like i would be haunted it seems like a lot of famous musicians have paranormal encounters for some reason i can't help but think of the whole rumor about possibly selling your soul illuminati oh, stuff yeah. Or Devil Crossroads. Yeah, like could that. Crossroads Demon. Could that be part of it? Or is it just their typical diva type musicians that just want the attention? Or just 
musicians are um they're creative they're artistic uh some of them are very out there which is great because it provides us with awesome music like your average day-to-day person can't come up with the amazing things that some musicians come up with um for instance marilyn manson so marilyn manson on the show um was it celebrity ghost stories i think so yeah. or celebrity paranormal something like that he tells a story of how when he was a teenager there were some guys he was hanging out with some kids older kids and they dared him to go down into this basement and it was like in an abandoned house and it was you know, i mean just really scary looking base this it was more like a cellar under this house in an abandoned derelict old house and they dared him to go down there with this like necromancy type book and they said you have to go down there and you have to read from the book out loud and you know he's terrified you know he wasn't as right. as weird as he is now and so um actually i i love him as an artist so you know okay. whatever <laughs> anywho so he goes down there and the, so one of the older kids ends up going with him forcing him down there he's like pushing him down the stairs pushing him pushing him what bullies and he gets him down there and you can tell like the kid was being really forceful like he shoved the book in his hands and uh marilyn manson like he's holding a lighter a big lighter and the kid's like read it hurry up read it read it and you could tell that he was being really forceful but the kid was terrified as well and so he's he said he is trying to hold this big lighter and read the words this kid is screaming at him to hurry up he's looking around there's graffiti on all the walls it's terrifying the big lighter is burning his finger because you know he's trying to hold it steady he's shaking like a leaf and so he just starts reading and all he could think was like this is a horrible idea like there's <laughs> nothing good that's going to come out of this and he could barely read the words and both of them felt like this presence and they heard voices and like just like voices talking around them and they just he said he felt this presence of like you need to get the hell out of here um and so he did and and that's kind of the end of the story it wasn't you know um he didn't stick around to see if anything manifested or anything but i mean that would do it for me just saying and i'm not a celebrity but because it came from him you know right everybody's favorite uh pop musician miley cyrus Mm. uh i believe actually the story is that she moved out of a house because it was haunted so bad by the spirit of a little boy but this little boy sounds kind of like a perv because one of the stories is her sister who apparently is also somewhat famous uh was taking a shower and she heard her screaming and she ran in there and the water coming out of the shower had turned to hot water suddenly but was not set to hot something weird yeah it was like scalding yeah like nobody had touched the handle or anything and it was still you know in the warm setting or whatever but the water got extremely hot yeah which they attributed to a spirit but then there was a time that miley was taking a shower and believes that she saw a little boy sitting on the sink watching her. Which to me is super duper creepy. <laughs> super duper. <laughs> super. The only thing scarier than that is if it had been nighttime and then the lights went out. Oh my God. So speaking of creepy ghosts and celebrities, Coco Austin, she also had an experience with a creep of the undead kind. 
So she said she was watching TV and she was sitting on the couch. It was about 11 a.m. and she was wearing a nightgown and she felt her dress move up her leg. She looked down and she got freaked out. She pushed it back down and kept watching TV, felt it again, and she could see it moving up. She said then she felt a guy breathing into her ear. Hmm. Uh, She noticed that after she married Ice-T... Uh, nothing happened anymore. And she said, because even specters are scared of him. Makes sense. I said that with a straight face. Did you see that? That's actually interesting because Kesha, is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Uh, Claims that she actually had sex with a ghost several times. Uh, Doesn't know his name because he was a ghost, (laughs) but eventually had to have an exorcism performed on her to get rid of him feel that way about a few exes of mine uh, apparently something that's a thing for celebrities her uh spiritualist her spiritual advisor i guess mm-hmm. some celebrities actually have those oh yeah yeah told her that celebrities the reason that they have these experiences like this is because celebrities put off a certain energy that draws spirits to them thus making them more important than us once again (laughs) i'm glad you said it i had nothing positive to say about that wow ghostbuster star dan Aykroyd is not scared of ghosts which i would hope not in fact he says that he cuddled with one once he said the entity came to him in his bed one night and he believed it was a man who died in his bedroom before he bought the house so my reaction would be like, get the hell out. No. Aykroyd's reaction was spooky snuggling. Uh, he said, not meaning to discriminate, I just wiggled right up next to him and it was a rump to rump sleep for the night. And I slept quite fine, he says. He spooned with a ghost? Oh, uh, it was rump to rump. <laughs> I don't think rump to rump is a thing. <laughs> Apparently it is. So Kesha is not the only one to have had some interaction with a ghost. What? And it's crazy to me. I I just, I couldn't even picture, like, me myself admitting to this, much less being, like, an A-list celebrity and admitting to this and sharing it on national TV or whatever. Well, now, there's, there's folklore about evil, demonic... entities raping people there are but but this isn't rape this isn't rape this is like they're proud of this okay so this one and it's the person i think like kesha said it and kesha's kind of like she's she she says crazy (laughs) things she does crazy (laughs) things i love kesha so i'm a closet kesha fan like absolutely Um, i never want to hear anything about t swift again t swift hashtag that you know kesha like that's not that far out of bounds for stuff she says but this is lucy lou lucy lou okay lucy lou she says that she also got lucky with a ghost she said she felt a presence while she was asleep napping on her couch one night and she engaged with it in a big way quote it was sheer bliss i felt everything i climaxed and then he floated away end quote well i guess that proves it even celebrities can get ghosted on planet fear on planet fear
as always, we thank you for listening. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time on Planet Fear.